Hey guys, welcome back to Missing Out Mondays, where we tell you what we're into. Start your week off right. I'm Tari J. I am Lex Michael. And today we're joined by good friend of the show, Malik McRae. Uh, yeah, 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 Malik, Malik, hey we. I need that. I need that everywhere I go. Uh, Malik is going to be on our main show tomorrow, but he's here to tell you what he's into today. The Max. The Max? Okay. Has anybody heard of this? I'm not sure. As as in like, and I'm a PC? No, 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 no. It's called it's called The Max. M-A-X-X. Is it about uh, a guy in a purple suit and a yes. little girl? Yes. I watched that as a kid. Yes. I just recently got back into well, I I never got I just was recently introduced to this show. Yeah. Um it's a it's it's based on a graphic novel uh from uh I wanna say it's it was it was acquired by DC. It used to be Variant, but then Variant went to DC. Yeah. Um and uh it's it's really good and like the the, the animation is like insane. It it came on like during the MTV era, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, with like Daria and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. it's so forgotten about, and it just went, it just got swept under the radar. There's 13 episodes, every episode is like 11 minutes, and it's some of the darkest, grittiest storytelling that you're ever gonna see. What's the and premise like, generally? Okay, so the the Max is basically about this this guy called the Max who is a superhero in one world. And in the in, a, in another world, he is the king of this African safari landscape called the Outback. All right. It sounds crazy, but like just the storyline is so twisted. And like the, the, the best thing to take from it is just like the animation. You can see there's a lot of Tim Burton influence. There's a lot of like there's and they do a lot with just like mixed media, found footage, all that kind of stuff. And it's just really good. Main storyline's a little little dark for some some viewers, but I feel like there's some people out there that can handle it. But yeah, the Max man, it's really it's it's really good. And if I'm sure you can, it's one of those things where you got to dig for it to find it. But I found it, so you, it's out there. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah, everyone talks about Aeon Flux, which was would be airing at about the same time. So it was like Ren and Stimpy, Aeon Flux, then the Max. Yep. Um. But it it's really good. Like I always remember the the like the last yeah. uh, scene where stuff happens. I don't know how far you are, so I I'm only spoil it. six episodes. Yeah. In. So like um, the it's, last scene is is almost like more touching than the show deserves. Mm, it's really well written, man. Yeah. It's super well written, and like I said, it's uh, it it deals a lot with like the belief that one has for themselves. You know what I mean? Because in reality, this dude is homeless, but then he goes into this other world where he is the hero, and the woman that he uh, saves is his queen, and things like that. So it's just like, and, and these are two very real worlds that he can flip back and forth in between. And it's like, but like society only sees him as this homeless person. So it's like, it's really interesting. Check it out. The Max, two X's. Nice. Uh, what about you, Lex? What are you into? All right. So I've been doing yoga at home. Nice. Oh. All right. So I got, I got to a, a place where I felt like I was not being health and fitness conscious enough to where it's like, you know, you look in the mirror sometimes and it's just one day and it's not like, Oh my God, what happened to my body? But it's like, all right, I I see what is happening in slow motion and I see what will happen if I don't put a stop to this right now. Gotham needs me and shit. Mm. So I was trying to figure out like, what can I, what can I do that I can build a practice and a habit for that doesn't feel like I am 
like having to set aside time just to exercise. Like what's something I can do that sort of helped me feel better all around. So uh, my girlfriend was super into yoga for a long time. And I'd done yoga like years ago. Like uh, when I was living in Massachusetts, I went to uh, like a hot yoga studio. And it was awesome. Like so, so good. But I had not done it in many, many years. So I was looking for a way to be a little bit more fit. She was doing it at home. So I said, you know what? I'll start doing it with you. So now every day, like literally every day, we go uh, turn on the TV. We go to YouTube. And there's a lady named Leslie Fightmaster who does a series. What an awesome name. Right? Like who does this, uh, this series of yoga videos. So we just go. And every single day we do one of those. And they go anywhere from like 20 minutes to an hour, different intensity levels, different focuses. Some are abs, some are cardio, some are all over. Some are specifically for flexibility and balance. And I'm seeing now just in a few weeks, uh, I'm noticing a difference, not just in like, I feel so much less like bloaty and puffy and whatnot, but also my, I, I feel like uh, my bodily strength has increased. My flexibility has increased a crazy amount in a couple of weeks because I, I, when I'm not specifically exercising, a lot of my time is spent sitting whether I'm reading or watching something, listening to something, whatever, a lot of it is spent sitting and a lot of that time is spent sitting cross-legged. So my legs have had a lot of time to stiffen up, you know? Yeah. So after a couple of weeks, like, oh, I can like extend my legs in front of me, get to my toes and whatnot. And the whole body feels better. Mm. You know what I mean? Like surprise, surprise. If you, if you do whole body workouts, your body will feel better. But uh, I've, been, I've been really digging on Leslie Fightmaster's channel in particular. You almost have to teach yoga or do something with that name. Like you can't just be like a regular. Right. Can't work at Payless and nah. be Leslie Fightmaster. Something, it's got to be something to do with, it's either yoga or martial arts. Yeah, right. right. Or an MMA fighter. Right. Leslie Fightmaster. But then what if, what if you lose? It's going to be so embarrassing for you. It'd be great. It's like the, the world's greatest underdog story. Right. They're like, you got to live up to the name. To the fight master and name. She's like, I just can't. I just want to do accounting. And they're you like, want to no. be a fight master. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I, I can recommend her channel specifically. But okay, so uh, yoga is a yoga practice in general. general. Just yoga. I was thinking about taking a class at the Y. So I, I would honestly. How often do you do it? Uh, we're doing it every day. Every day? Literally every day, yeah. Interesting. And the thing is, it'll feel, it goes by super quick. Because it'll be like, you know, 40 minutes. Like, uh, like okay. 40 minutes of straight workout can seem daunting uh, when you're on the, when you're looking when you're at it, doing when you're staring it, yeah. at it in front of you. But to me, it goes by super, super fast. That's how I feel about these podcasts, man. Right? Like, it looks daunting. Like, <laughs> fuck, these assholes for like two fucking hours? <laughs> Shit. And then, it, and then it's like you get to the other side and it's like, wow, I'm way more flexible. Right? Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, flexibility, strength, balance. I feel like it's all just in a couple of weeks of, of developing it into a discipline. Are you paying for these or can people no, just, just go to YouTube, YouTube and just... It is free on YouTube. Now, I, I know, uh, you know, because YouTube is super hard to monetize on now, you can donate. Like, I think she's probably got a Patreon or something like that. And you can go kind of kick her a few bucks if you've got it and if you like the stuff. But it's it's free. Um, and I'm sure that you can find videos that will teach you kind of early on if you don't have somebody observing you and correcting mm -hmm. your posture. Yeah. Posture is super important so you don't hurt yourselves. But I'm sure you can find a video that kind of breaks down specific posture and where you should be putting what, when. Mm. And then, yeah, you could do this. If at only home. we all knew where to put, put what, what, when. when. We it's wouldn't true. be in the predicament we are now. Uh, but, yeah, I, I recommend that a bunch. And it's uh, it's uh, everybody go do that. <laughs> go, go do that. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, send it, send out, what is it? Uh, uh, hands, hands to the forehead to remind us to have clear and loving thoughts, hands to the heart to remind us to have uh, clear and loving intentions, hands to the mouth to remind us to have clear and loving communications. 
And then we send that positivity out into the world. Namaste, folks. Okay, check it out. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> changed man. <laughs> no, but like it's dope. And like you'll get you'll get fit. That plus a, a decent, you know, health conscious diet. It won't take too terribly long for you to notice results. And my, or I'll, I'll speak from my personal experience. Did not take me too terribly long. Yeah. Uh, nice. Uh, oh, it's my turn. Mm. Uh, guys. Guys, I have to tell you about uh, Dragon Ball Super Brawly. Oh, um, man. This is going to be spoiler free. Okay, so then I my first question. Yes. What is that? Yes. Um, oh, that's so, right. You never see. Oh, my God. Yep. That's so, what we went through last time. Yep. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super <laughs> is the sequel series to both Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, and it negates Dragon Ball GT. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is the 20th movie in the Dragon Ball series. Negates um, like it just sort of... Ignores. Like it, like it didn't it have... Retcons. It's like, it's like uh, David Gordon Green's Halloween from last year. Yeah. Sort of like, this is a sequel, but that last sequel doesn't exist anymore. Right. We're doing this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, And so once we started Dragon Ball Super the movie started being in canon. So previously in Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, they were all non-canon and essentially just one-off stories that uh, use our known characters um, and it just like plays with a new villain that is similar to the last villain enough. Um, But these are all in canon. And so Dragon Ball Super Brawly um, takes a character from the older non-canon movies, which is Brawly, who had his own um, storyline back then and was very vanilla, very um, boring, just looked really cool, Mm -hmm. and uh, essentially retells his story in a different way. Um, Since those weren't canon, there's nothing to, like, retcon. They were just one-off stories. And now this is part of the greater um, Dragon Ball canon. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so... Previously, the story of Brawly was that he was born with immense power, um, was born next to the main character, Goku, um, and Goku was always crying, so it made... Um, Brawly angry. Yeah, it made Brawly angry, so anytime he'd hear the name Kakarot, it would send him into a wild fury, and it's literally the only word he says in the whole movie. Um, he just says Kakarot in varying levels of whispers and screaming. Um, so that is the old version. The new version, they managed to, and again, this is spoiler free, um, they managed to rewrite his story to make him sympathetic and uh, intelligent. You understand why he is the way he is. Um, they, they build on the established, um, they build on the established canon of how, uh, things worked on planet Vegito, which is the planet that all the Saiyans come from, which is what Goku is. They're um, the, the ones with the glowy hair, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, here's the thing. I know ever so slightly more about Dragon Ball than I, I articulate, but yeah. not much more. I mean, it's fine. This is this this isn't for you. This is, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, take my headphones. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. This is for the 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 true weebs. All right, guys, we're getting down in dirt. No, um, I mean, I would say that like if you were to try to watch this, I think there would be a lot of questions you'd have at the end because it does really um take a lot of the aspects that we already know about like. What it, what it means to be a sane and what happened to that race and and all the fights that have led up to this very moment 
And it like really builds on those different aspects and gives you another perspective. Like there's a moment in the movie where one of the characters literally remembers a thing that happened in the sto- in, in like their arc. And they use that to further the plot, which is really cool. Um, but also, uh, beyond the story, the visuals are phenomenal. They, they take the time to essentially re- redo the transformation sequences, which are in the, in the show, because like they're trying to conserve time and animation, the like transformation sequences for like Super Saiyan to like Super Saiyan God and all that stuff. Um, they're pretty instant. It's just like they're regular. They're then the next frame. They have a different color hair and and or an aura. But this time they like take effort. They 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 power up to it. They their their auras change slowly and swirl around, and it's beautiful. It's it phenomenal. Also, all the is it like uh, stuff we haven't seen before? Um, it's because it's very hard to like continue to make that. You know what I mean? Like they stopped, you know, like Dragon Ball Z stopped measuring power levels at one point. You know what I mean? So it's very hard to like. I'd say it's a new take on something. uh, It's a new take um, visually on things that have been established. So like when you see them go Super Saiyan, it looks different when you see them go like and and each of the different forms, the transformation sequence has its own flair about it. Oh, that's great. Um, I can't wait to see that. Dude, you have see it in the theater. It's um, where can I go? Where is it? It's at Bur- it's in Burbank um, at the AMC 16. Um, okay. But like for everyone out there, check your local listings. See it in the theater. I highly recommend it. You feel every blow between the different people because you're surrounded by this giant sound system. Mm. Um, and you, it's in uh, one seven eight wide sc- or like full screen. So like every inch of the the screen is taken up by this beautiful animation. Oh, and like there are sequences where you, you just feel like they gave they were like here's an outline of what's going to happen in the sequence and they gave it to a animation house and were like go crazy that's great. and it just fucking goes um like it's the first half is story and then it's 50 minutes of, of fighting um amazing yeah and amazing. the humor oh it's so good guys see i'm gonna see where i'm gonna look it up Brawl. now see if i can yeah i mean you might be able to get a show in tonight um <laughs> So yeah, uh, just so yeah. do some yoga while you watch the Max, and then go. And then see. go when you're feeling all like you got you got some good animated storytelling in your brain, so you're primed for that, and then yep. you feel physically all good and flexible, so you can relax into go that see a big movie. Yeah. L- deluxe reclining movie theater seat. Oh yeah, watch more sweet sweet animation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's what we're into. Let us know what you're into by hitting us up on Twitter, Missing Outcast, M-I-S-S-I-N-G-O-U-T-C-A-S-T. Um, you can also hit us up on the Missing Out hotline, which is 978-MISS-OUT. That number again is 978-MISS-OUT. Leave us a voice message. Let us know your name and what you're into, and we will include it on the show. Um, but for now, I'd like to thank Malik for joining us. Thank for you Missing guys for Out having Monday. me. Uh, and I'd like to thank Lex for always being here. You're yeah. always in our heart. Uh, it, you don't. You don't let me leave. Yeah. Like if you would undo these cuffs, I could get out of here. But you're always in my heart. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can find Malik uh, on Instagram at Spike, at Spike Leak. Leak. It's Spike Lee, but with a K. Um, you can find Lex Michael. Where can they find you again? On Twitter and Instagram at the Lex Michael. Awesome. And you can find me at Tari J. 
That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y, guys. Um, and also, Malik is going to be joining us tomorrow for the main show. We're going to be talking about entrepreneurship. We're going to be talking about freelance culture, um, all under the umbrella of talking about this new venture called The People's Collective. Um, it's going to be really exciting. We're going to be hitting some real um, hot topics. Big, the big concepts. Hell yeah. The, the ideas. There will be some sweet, tangy discourse. Ooh, I love tangy discourse. Discourse tastes a little bit like orange chicken. It does. Ooh. It's got that same kind of like when you touch it, it's got that same sort of viscous stickiness. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't describe it as viscous stickiness because that makes it sound gross. Sure does. But I got it. Yeah, no, yep. like, yeah, it makes sense. Yep. Um, all right. So tune in tomorrow and we will see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.